If you're dealing with autoimmune, diabetes, cancer, autism, Alzheimer's, the Anti-Fragility Health Clinic in Anaheim will help you build a better, stronger you. In fact, I interviewed Charles Fine here on this podcast on an earlier uh, episode, and we, we talked about the contaminants in our food, in the air, in the water that is weakening our immune systems and making us more fragile. So uh, if you'd like to get stronger, contact the Anti-Fragility Health Clinic in Anaheim and get your free consultation and body composition analysis. Their phone number is 714-864-3730. Their website is Anti-Fragility Health with the dash between anti and fragility, health.com. So this is Scott Ware of the Wherewithal podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm the publisher and editor of Radiance Magazine, which integrates all kinds of wellness. You'll find us at radiancemagazine.org. You know, sometimes you want the pill from the doctor that treats your body, and sometimes you want your body, mind, and spirit treated together with remedies that take all three into account. Have you tried non-invasive energy healing? Most people usually wait until they've tried everything else first, but uh, that could be changing with uh, the growing awareness. Now, my guest today can speak to that. Uh, she's the person on the cover of the September-October 2018 issue of Radiance Magazine, Beth Lopez. She's a theta healer, and we'll learn what that is, a soul healer and a soul teacher. Her quest is to help women, in particular, heal, find clarity, create abundance in health and wealth energies, expanding their psychic senses to expand their ability to step into their own inner power to find their soul purpose. That's a lot, a lot to break down. That sounds amazing. Welcome, Beth. Thank you very much, Scott. <laughs> so that's quite a bit. And you've, uh, I know you've been mastering these things. You've taken a lot of classes, but you're, you, you hold a lot of classes as well. And, uh, I mean, are you, you're a teacher and a student and a healer and you're just all those things, right? Yes, I'm all those things. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do amazing things. I've, I've heard from people. In fact, let me just read a, a quick testimonial. Um, it's been a blessing working with Beth with Theta Healing Sessions. My inner self was craving more than what I had before starting uh, Theta Healing. I was ready to go to the next level and start manifesting bigger and greater things in abundance. So my question to the universe was who will guide me and help me to get to the next level and in achieving my goals and dreams. And that turned out to be Beth. So what is Theta Healing and what are these magical properties that come with it? So Theta Healing is another uh, energy healing modality that allows us to tap and work with the subconscious mind. Okay. So as humans, we operate uh, 90% with the subconscious mind and 10% with our conscious mind. But it's the reverse with theta healing, sounds like. But it's the reverse <laughs> for theta healing. So what happens is we start expanding your consciousness. So from 10%, we can go to 15%. And as we continue working, it can go to 20%, 30%. Okay. Opening up uh, the DNA strands through theta healing. Uh, what happens is uh, we're working with a subconscious mind. So it's as if we're robotic because a lot of uh, our operation is from things that we have suppressed mm -hmm. from childhood, right. um, adolescence, 
even when we get married and get divorced, life happens. Mm. We suppress a lot of pain. Sure. Right. So in theta healing, it allows us to go where the places you feel you are blocked, blocked, where you feel you are um, protecting yourself. Mm -hmm. And in that protection is where you're not allowing yourself to really see why you're protecting yourself. And if we're protecting ourselves, as you say that it's, we're not living a totally realized life. Mm -hmm. Yes. We're not ultimately happy. Maybe we have health problems because of it. Yes. Because um, even being overweight, Mm. that's a protection factor. Sure. Right. And um, a lot of kids can be um, dealing with obesity, Mm. but they could have had sexual abuse Mm. when they were two or three. And they don't know why they're carrying this weight. Sure. So when we go with the subconscious mind, then we can allow for that to be released. Is it painful to go through this? Uh, yes. Um, More than talk therapy alone? or It's painful in a way where uh, they do remember what happened um, in that space mm-hmm. because they suppressed it. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't remember exactly. But what happens is everything that they have been holding in their cellular and DNA level, mm-hmm. we're able to release that. We're able to allow for all that trauma to be released. Hence, the weight starts to drop. So this is more than just what a doctor, because a, a medical doctor will treat symptoms of um, ulcers mm-hmm. and sometimes cancer, more serious things yes. that are resulting from from these negative energies we have, these traumas that we're holding on to, but this can release them. Yes. So that's working with a subconscious mind. And Theta Healing also allows us, because everything that we hold in our bodies, it's in our, what we call the energetic centers, which are our chakras. They also hold uh, the memory of every event in your life. Mm. So as we release uh, that pain in whatever, let's just say your sacral chakra, that would be your creativity. So if we released something in that area, guess what happens? Mm. Say you're a business person mm-hmm. and you get to a certain level and you are feeling blocked and you want to move to that next level yeah. because we released that pain or trauma or shock. Um, you are now opening up right. that channel again. So mm-hmm. you can get creative ideas. Yeah, you can freedom of thought. more freedom of thought. You can get that soul fire back again because we are all um, based on our memory. Well, and you're gesturing to your body, and it's interesting that a lot of people are starting to learn that there's a lot of memory in our body. Yes, the brain remembers, but the body really remembers and holds it. It's like it's a yes. different uh, brain center. Yes. Yes. So we have um, three different type of brains. Actually, we have our mind, Mm -hmm. right? Then we have our heart Mm -hmm. and then we have our gut. Right. Right. So all that's where all of our energetic centers are as well. Mm -hmm. So um, those points actually hold all information that works in just different ways. So let's just say someone's holding in their root chakra, uh, some blocked areas, 
Well, the root chakra, it serves for your foundation. It serves for your stability. It serves for your finances. Well, let me, let me back up a second. So, you know, for people who don't know as much about chakras or theta healing, what, what does it feel like when you're, you're, you're not doing Reiki per se, which a lot more people know about? Mm-hmm. What do you feel when you're providing theta healing? What does someone feel? What they feel and what they tell me at the end of a session is they feel lighter. Okay. Right? So imagine uh, whatever problem you're having, that's just stuck energy. That is just energy that's, you don't feel it, but it's weighing you down. So when it's released, that's why you feel lighter. That space is gone that was holding that negative uh, energetic field. So it's just accumulating. So, you know, our bodies are the the energetic centers are just accumulating. So what happens with Theta Healing, um, we always say we want to catch those emotions before they manifest into ailments or illnesses, Mm. because it's easier to heal on the level of energetically. Why? Because your mind, then when it knows something is wrong, it will um, allow you to be distracted from healing because you're so concerned of the ailment and of what the doctors have told you that we focus on that and don't allow for healing to happen. Okay. And you, and I imagine someone feels lighter and then in the days and weeks to come, they feel even more, I imagine. Yes. So uh, what ends up happening is they start feeling um, lighter, happier. Uh, They start feeling uh, a sense of freedom uh, and also a sense of, in my article, I talk about, you know, are you ready to open the doors? Because with uh, the experience of feeling lighter, you start feeling invincible. Mm, Yeah. You start feeling, man, that power within you, you really start feeling that and you start holding to that. So if you feel at a certain point in our sessions, that strength, then Mm -hmm. as we work in our other sessions, then you start feeling that liberation of self. It's almost like. As, as, as we become aware of ourselves as adults, we're, we're like a kinked hose okay. and we need to get straightened out. We need to mm-hmm. work out those kinks so the water can flow. And uh, we have to get aware of that. Otherwise, we just go to our grave as a kinked hose and we didn't realize our full potential. We didn't. Uh, and if you believe you're coming back again, you're going to come back right in the same spot until you learn. Mm-hmm. Until you learn. Right. And given different life experiences. And- right. Right. Very true. And. If you do come back, you still have to work on those issues. So it's really, you know, you're not fixing anything by. um, So a lot of my clients uh, will have maybe a traumatic relationship. And they think that by avoiding and being into another relationship, they're helping themselves. But really what they're doing is avoiding working on the issue of why that relationship didn't work out. And avoiding being in a relationship you're not wanting to see what you need to work on. Right. Right. So yeah. if you keep doing that in this lifetime, and we've known people that have been married four or five times, right. Well, or in four or five relationships. Or I mean, four or five all, relationships. We've all right. fallen into patterns at times. And, right. 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 So, and, but everybody has their timing as well. Yes, that's right. That's right. So maybe if it wasn't in this lifetime, it's in the next lifetime. Right? Exactly. Right. 
Do you feel like more people are waking up right now to things? Yes, I feel what's happening is um, there is uh, what I call, you know, in my academy, it's that soul searching academy Mm. that I created. I feel that they're starting to see that we actually have other tools now to use in this lifetime, especially with technology uh, to uh, like, they have that chakra scan that they can see, you know, the, the The energy centers, centers, right. That's a tool that people can actually visually see or the aura or the aura scan. Yes. That's another tool. right? Right. And then aside from those tools, um, we now have like all these different energy healing modalities, right? Right. Not necessarily you have to do mine. I always say, do what resonates for your soul, for your body. Exactly. Right. Well, I, I'm, you know, I'm always curious of the people, um, for instance, Radiance Magazine has had yoga centers and whatnot. And there's all kinds of people who go to yoga centers. Some are into energy healing and all that. And some just want to work out. You mm-hmm. know? Yes. And, and and their perception. Then one day they go, let me let me look at that. Let me look into this because at first it just seems so um, alien and like far out, or like these people are making this stuff up. But uh, you know, just the testimonials on your site. Let me read another. Um, My dear darling Beth, I can't begin to say how grateful I am to you for the session we had. In that session, you helped me with a financial block that I've been struggling through. During the session, uh, or should I say, healing session. You found the source of the blockage. It felt beautiful. As strange as it sounds, the feeling is indescribable. That is how beautiful it was. I felt light and liberated at the end of the session. And she goes on. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it goes on. I mean, it's so things are happening. People aren't, this, aren't making this up. I mean, no. people are mm-hmm. coming back to you mm-hmm. uh, different times. They're taking classes from you that you're holding in yes. your center in La Mirada, yes. California. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then she mentioned, um, wealth, wealth, and you mentioned wealth energies that you work with. Why don't you you speak to that? So with people have wealth blocks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. And, uh, in my experience, what I'm seeing with my clients is a lot of the wealth blocks actually don't even come from them. It comes from their parents. Inadvertently, inadvertently passing along, even then the the ancestors, the ancestors had to have some poverty in there. And that's that's a harder one for people to, to, you know, to take, to swallow, because some people might might not believe that the ancestral line can pass down things. And and that's fine. And that's okay. Um, But Mm -hmm. for the parents, that's easier to to digest. Yes. So uh, what happens is with the parents, um, they had a struggle. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, the child grows up thinking that, oh, it's difficult. And there's lack. There is lack. I didn't have enough. Right. right? And uh, we, they grow up with that feeling. They grow up with that belief. And there's fear attached. And there's fear attached. Yes. And there is this lack of self-belief that they can't break that cycle. Right. They think that they have to work just as hard as their parents. And the thing is, there are so many people working hard out there and they're not getting anywhere, anywhere. So working hard is not enough. Mm -hmm. Right. It's about being in alignment with yourself. Right. Right. And what happens when you're working too much, Mm -hmm. then you're sacrificing your health. That's right. Right. You're sacrificing relationships. uh, relationships. Yes. And sometimes, 
we don't know how to deal with our emotions that we can um, just allow ourselves to be too involved with work that we think that's a way of dealing with things. I mean, I did that with my first uh, marriage and, uh, but that's all wrong. It's like we have to allow ourselves to be able to clear of what our parents believe to be true. Right. Well, it's just so easy when things aren't going well to just work harder, pour more into mm-hmm. it because it feels right. the illusion of feeling like we're getting somewhere. Right. Right. And, and then when you when you do get a few things, you'll say, "Oh, it worked sometimes," but it's really not the answer. It's about getting in alignment with yourself. Um, that everything's matching up, body, mind, and spirit. And like, what? Well, so, what checks can people do on them to see? Um, if they're in alignment with themselves or not, or what, what do you recommend? What, whether it's meditation mm. or. Yes. Uh, it's very simple. Mm. Uh, you can become in alignment with your energy, just how you feel uh, with one nutrition mm. is eating good, allowing right. for, you know, nutritional value to enter your body and system. Sure. Um, exercising is amazing. Even walking, you don't even have to join a gym. Right. You can just go walking and allow uh, what happens is we need to move this energy that's stuck. Right. Mm-hmm. So if we go to work and we are around people that are negative, uh, we're all energy beings. So we uh, absorb, absorb that. that energy. Mm-hmm. Right. So just walking will allow you to release um, that Sure. Bad energy or bad vibes, whatever you want to call it. Well, it does all the medical things they talk about. It's moving all the the stuff, you know. The mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the and you'll you'll yeah the enzymes, your digestive system, right. you know. Um, so that's simple. Also, to music, play whatever music brings you joy or happiness, whatever right. genre of music it is. I remember there's a time I like certain kinds of music that now I see is very dark. Mm-hmm. I remember in an in, uh, in an transition time i was listening to it and i realized wow this music brings me down i don't like this music. wow yeah. okay i've never heard of that but that's interesting oh yeah it yeah was darker but see music. but your awareness is is keener now so now you can yeah. see the difference right but at that time you know we can't sit here and judge you because yeah. at that time that was what worked for you you can judge right? but i won't care yeah <laughs> that's good yeah you know so and people need to understand that that's that right. sometimes you know we can be so hard on ourselves uh because we could have been or done better mm. but really we did the best that we could with the tools that we had then and we shouldn't be hard on ourselves for whatever we should forgive ourselves for not getting it fast enough mm-hmm. or, or yeah Yes. So uh, the other thing would be uh, meditation, mm. uh, prayer, uh, whatever resonates, um, even chanting, yeah. um, even having affirmations. Yeah. That's a form of meditation. Um, also, too, you can uh, and I say affirmations because it allows you as you're stating words, it can shift the way you're feeling and thinking. You know, when you said prayer, you reminded me you're. This is fascinating part of you where you used to be um, very Christian. You you went to Christian mass uh, with strict parents who wanted you to do that. And then you went away from that to discover what you liked, what resonated with you. And ironically, or maybe not, you came back to Jesus and Jesus became a figure for you, an important guide and mentor and, and spiritual guide. And 
source of power Mm -hmm. and love. Yes, yes. And so people looking at some of your posts online might think, oh, she's a Jesus freak. And you are, but maybe not in the sense that they think. Yes, Um, perfect. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead and share about that. Yes. So uh, I grew up in a very religious uh, household, and I remember going to church, and I would look at uh, the pictures that they would have of Jesus. Mm. And um, I'm grateful for my parents that they took me there because I learned of Jesus there. But when I would look at the pictures, I connected with his eyes in the pictures. Okay. I think I was like eight years old, nine mm-hmm. years old. Um, special for you. Very special for me. Mm-hmm. Why? I didn't know. I mm-hmm. didn't know why I felt this connection with him. Um, I I liked church. I think it was a great foundation for me. Um, I went to seminary and I did that for four years. Um, I actually had... Um, dreams to go to be a missionary. It's Mm -hmm. 18 months going out in the world, preaching Mm -hmm. uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And um, something happened in me where it wasn't resonating with me anymore. Uh, And 20 some, 24 years later, I came back to church thinking that I was supposed to, uh, Jesus came into my life again. Um, And there was this whole thing of being unworthy of, uh, having a relationship with Jesus when I wasn't going to church. Ah, okay? okay. So I had this unworthiness of having a relationship with him because I wasn't doing the things that were being asked of me. Which came from somewhere. Which came from <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which came from somewhere. It was it wasn't your first choice, but it was there. Yes. You adopted it. We as we do unconsciously until we figure it out and we drop what no longer serves us. Exactly. So when he came back into my, he's always been with me, just so you know. Sure. Um, but when he, uh, for me, it was he came back into my life. When he came back into my life, that was in 2014. And um, I felt, uh, because he was visiting me, um, in when I would go walking, I would feel him. Mm. So it's kind of like I've learned that you can go walking, you can run, and it's called um, active meditation. Did you notice how many sets of footprints there were? (laughs) No. (laughs) I wish I looked back, right, (laughs) to see the second set. Um, But what happened was um, I just became very uh, attached to his energy. Mm. So I thought I was supposed to go back to church. And I went back to church. Six months later, I felt that it wasn't there. I'm mm-hmm. not supposed to be doing service there. Okay. And it was actually to be doing service through healing. Mm. But it's actually uh, tapping into his energy and allowing me to work and bring Christ consciousness into my sessions. Your own personal Jesus. My own personal Jesus. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So... That is what allows my clients to feel that safe protection when they're in my session. Because you call Jesus in. Uh, He comes in. Okay. Yes. I don't call him in. He comes in. Okay. Yes. So um, I have had clients um, give me messages that they heard from Jesus in in the session. session. Oh, wow. Yes. So it's beautiful that not only he's working there for me, but he's also there working with my clients. Okay. So that begs the question, what is Jesus telling you through these people? (laughs) Can you share what he has said? Um, He, you know, he's, he's very uh, simple and he'll say, um, tell Beth, I said, hello. 
or he'll say, um, uh, let Beth know that I'm here. Uh, so he will, he, uh, very supportive messages. Yes, very supportive messages. Mm. Yes. So it allows my clients that are not in religion but believe in him or have a connection with him as well. Yeah. It solidifies that he's there with them as well. So you're saying people who are non-religious come to you and they go, "Um, hold everything. I'm getting a message from JC. I got to mm. share with you." Yes. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. And they hear it or they feel it or uh, from what I've, I've known mm-hmm. and what they've told me is they've heard it. Really? Yes. More than one? Person? More than one. Yes. Gee. Mm-hmm. I said, Jesus. Wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I've had people on Facebook posts because of me, um, the non-tradition way Yeah, they have been able to connect with him. Yeah. Because they didn't feel that they had to go to church. It's they can do it just on a one on one basis. Well, and that's what, you know, there was a time when Catholic Mass uh, encouraged that more with Catholics that I was raised, where the priest had his back to the congregation and he was looking up with the congregation up to Jesus and, and honoring him and, and whatnot and uh, with the devotion. And then there was a point where they decided, uh, no, we're going to turn things around and make have the priest face the congregation. And the tone of everything changed. Whereas mm-hmm. instead of encouraging your own relationship with Jesus, you, you were to go through the priests. Yes. And that's a bit of an oversimplification, but it, it had the effect of having people, you know, go to, going to confession. Yes. And, and there's, I'm not saying confession is bad. For, for some people, it works really well. Um but people have to decide for themselves. Yes, they have to decide for what is what they resonate with, yeah. right? What the, their intuition is saying, with what their soul mm-hmm. is is saying. If you can listen to that voice, um, so I'm curious if you've had religious people come to you and say, um, "I'm bothered by how you do this, that you're doing this," or they've said, "Wow, I was bothered." I mean. Did, I haven't, you know, that's a good question because I haven't had religious people come to me. I've had many that were religious. Lapsed. Lapsed. Yeah. And then through me, uh, they're able to reconnect. Wow. Yes. Mm -hmm. Interesting. That's beautiful. So the church should be awarding you something because you're bringing back a lot of people to Jesus. Yes, that's true. Um, On the side over there. Not in the church. Not in the church. But in the no. church you're creating and, you know, wow, in a sense. In a sense, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Because uh, well, so that's job. what he's done for me. Good job. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing because people lose hope mm-hmm. and they know that they can build their own hope with him. Right. They can work with him. And it's just not me. Sure. And that's why I believe he comes into my sessions and supports them. Right. That he allows himself to be felt, seen, or heard. Yes. Right? Right. And so it's not me just like, oh, I'm special and I'm the only one that can connect no. with him. You know, it's not sure. that. It's that my clients. We must go through Beth to get to Jesus. <laughs> yeah, my church, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. So it's not It's not that way at all. Well, and I just want to say to people, I, I respect people's beliefs, whatever they are. I respect people's relationships with Jesus as they are and with God and people who um, have another higher power. Well, or or believe a certain way mm-hmm. that 
Because, for instance, I happen to believe that um, Jesus himself didn't want to be worshipped. He was showing mm-hmm. us the way. Yes. But some people have interpreted that uh, differently than, uh, than I choose to. Correct. Um, with a set of steps or just, just differently. Correct. But I don't deny anybody their beliefs or with, of course not. I, right. I respect people. They want, that's, I totally honor that. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, if they're still listening, <laughs> either they're very angry <laughs> right <know>. now <laughs> and not feeling very Christ-like at this moment, perhaps <laughs> it's a challenge for them. Or they're like, hmm, man, this is a GI. Or, or they're thinking, I have come to think of it, I have my own relationship with, with Jesus or with Mary, if they so mm-hmm. desire with the, cause that's another interesting thing um, to come to learn that the Mary I, I knew as, in, in Catholicism is different than, than the Mary energy that a lot mm-hmm. of people bask in and work with today mm-hmm. that Mary's very alive for them in, in that great mother way in, in a way that, you know, right. that inspires so many people. Do you, do you have that with Mary? So that's so interesting because I didn't grow up with um, Mother Mary or... Oh, because you weren't Catholic. Uh, I wasn't Christian. Catholic. Okay. I was actually Mormon. Oh, Mormon. Okay. Yes. So what happened was um, Mother Mary came to me after working with Jesus uh, a year oh. later. Oh. And then I also have Mary Magdalene. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. So I have uh, their support. Nice. So it's interesting because i didn't know i mean other than jesus i didn't know anybody else right i didn't grow up with that yeah and so well it's interesting because mary magdalene represents a different part of the of the feminine divine feminine Mm -hmm. and mary does as well and it's interesting to to get to know those aspects and to say oh that's great to have that support that energy you can call in yes Mm -hmm. and And i I imagine there's healing Yes, there is. Um, Mary Magdalene has come in uh, to help me with my marriage. Mm, okay. Very interesting, right? Yeah. And and I know that you've had success in that area mm-hmm. in revitalizing your marriage. It's yes. Amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Yes. And Mother Mary helps me with my inner child. Wow. That's very specific. Yes. Okay. So I have, they help me in those areas with my clients. With her nurturing maternal right? sense. Yeah. Yes. Your child. Yes. So, and, and we've talked about the uh, inner child on, in these podcast episodes. Um, you wanted to get, be more specific about what she helped with or just kind of, or what, what can people do if they want to call Marianne, what, I mean, what are the simple steps? I would guess they'd be. Well, it's it's very simple. They say you just need to ask, mm. yeah. and Jesus says you just need to have uh, faith the the size of a mustard seed. Mm. That's all you need. <laughs> I love that. That's I remember. Yeah, that's good to be reminded of that one. Yes, and just with that little faith, what you're doing is, oh. Just with that faith, what you're doing is allowing them to work with you. Yes. Nice. Just just a mustard seed. Just you don't have to be all woo woo and buy the whole kit and caboodle. Nope. Mm-mm. This little mustard seed. Yeah. Just give them that. Yeah. And you allow them to that. come into your life. Okay. So you also talked about um, finding clarity. Mm-hmm. What do people need clarity in? Uh, they need clarity with their life uh, in their many direction. in direction, uh, guidance. 
They need clarity in, uh, you know, any type of direction in their life, whether it's family, whether it's career based, uh, whether it's for them starting a, a new career in their 40s, whether it's them, um, you know, writing a book or whatever clarity they need in their life. Uh, so I'll use myself an example. Mm-hmm. When I turned 40, I lost passion. I, I talk about this in my article. Mm-hmm. I lost passion for working in the medical management for 24 years. Mm. So that was my bread and butter. Yeah. But I couldn't see past that being my bread and butter. So that's a, that's a scary thing when the thing that's, that's helped create the life that you're used to. Yes. Um, you have, don't have a passion for it anymore. So you suffer because you have to make up for that by having, a, you know, maybe, you know, drinking too much, eating too much to, to make up for feelings of, you know, right. you're resentful for having to go to a job you don't like. Right. And when right. you don't know how to change from it, you don't think you can, you don't see another path. You right. don't have the faith of a mustard seed that everything will be okay. If you do start to make the changes. Yes. And that's the lack and clarity. Right. Right. Because, uh, your family, those closest to you will think you're crazy. If mm-hmm. you're going to switch some, you know, to a different job. And you feel shame that you're, you're disappointing them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because you're not living up to their dream. And that's part of your tribe. And we, we don't want to be, we want to feel accepted and loved and belonging. And we start to feel we're not, but we don't realize that we may be moving to another tribe. And that is not necessarily away from them. They can be a part of your life, mm-hmm. but in a different way. And, and they can come around later when they see that uh, you're happy on another path. Right. It's amazing. And it works if you stick to, but what you need is clarity. How do you get from not knowing to knowing? How do you? You would have to do some inner work. Inner work. Yes. And I guess if you're just humble enough to say, I don't know how to do any mm-hmm. to do this, but I need some help. Yes. Let me take a class. Let me take a workshop. Yes. Exactly. Let me do something different. Yes. Because you can't get different results unless you do something different. Yes, exactly. Because that's exactly what happened to me. Oh. I went to I went to that class. I went to a metaphysical store Mm -hmm. and I what drew you to the metaphysical store? Because a lot of people will not walk into a metaphysical store. Yeah, so I don't know I went I went into the metaphysical store because I happened to have a friend that knew a friend that Mm. worked there. Okay. And she did readings. Ah. So readings is a good way of getting some clarity. It is. It's interesting. It is. Yeah. I, you know, and it's funny because when I first started my journey as a theta healer, mm-hmm. um, that part was kind of shunned by my teacher. Sure. And a I, lot of people are afraid of readings. Yes. So, yeah. but. But we're all psychic. We can all give right, readings. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Two years after uh, I got certified, mm. I started delving into doing readings. Mm. And I saw how uh, just one reading, I mean, if you're coming from a person, you're going to a person that really is heart-centered and legit, you will, even with words, have healing. That's right. You will have comfort. Isn't that interesting? A lot of people don't know these readings provide healings. Yes, and I was one that. of them. I yeah. because my teacher didn't believe in that, and right. I and and part of theta healing, to tell you the truth, encompasses readings. Okay, but she shunned that part. Interesting. 
So I had to find on my own when I went to go for the Theta instructor. Yeah. She was talking about how she started with readings. And I was like, what? You didn't start with just through healing? Right. Because that's how I started, right? right? right. So I'm thinking I'm doing the right thing. Right. Because of the psychic part, Mm -hmm. right? I thought I was doing the healing and not having to delve into the whole, uh, you know, the tarot and psychic readings because they do have still an energy to it from back in the days, right? That it's not... Well, here's the thing, though. It's not right. You brought up Jesus. We've been talking about him. And the fact is, if we, we all have psychic abilities, we, yes. everyone gets hunches, but they don't call it psychic, but that's what it is. Yep. Your, your gut is telling you something. You're listening. Your your heart, whatever. And which means Jesus was a psychic. Buddha was, everyone was psychic. Yes. Yeah, psychic, right? Yes. <laughs> so Jesus was psychic. That's how he's talking to God. I know. <laughs> he's just better at it. And we have people talking to God all the time, but they say, oh, no, only Jesus could do that. Well, why? We all have exactly. the ability to have our own relationship with God. Exactly. So. Exactly. And that's where I came full circle. Yeah. Because I saw that, you know, a reading, you still call in divine energy. You still can connect with whoever your guides are. Right. You still connect with that energy that you can that's why there's still See, that, healing. That's scary to people when you say guides because they're like, wait a minute. You're telling me there's some strangers yes. that I don't know that have been hanging with me. That sounds <laughs> creepy. I yes. don't know. I didn't ask for them. Mm-hmm. Well, in reality, you did. Mm-hmm. You know, before you were incarnated, you, they took away your memory. You know, yes. Which mm-hmm. We all have them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, getting comfortable with it. So that's the thing. People going into, into this field, and they call it woo-woo. It's funny. Everyone enters from a different place. There's, but there's, because there's so much that you enter because you knew about psychics or religion or lack of religion, you know. Mm-hmm. And you then you hear something that's far out. Oh, aliens! I don't want to. I don't know. Yes. You know? And but slowly you get more and more comfortable as you ease into this arena, and it's all just about self discovery and self expansion in this life. We're here to experience and. Mm-hmm learn and grow. Right. And it's um, the self-expansion and the self-growth, the soul growth. uh, Those are all coming from the heart. Mm. That's your soul. That access to our soul through the heart, right? Through the heart. Exactly. So we got to get sensitive to that. Yes. And uh, we're taught in society not to. To right. you know, to come from the head. Come from the head. She's and, touching her head, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not from the heart. Right. And it's actually the opposite because what happens is people get hurt, mm. right? So they want to avoid the pain. Right. So they want to think with their head and not with their heart because of the hurt. <laughs> Excuse me. And mm-hmm. the ego is what's ruling the head and saying, Oh, don't do that. That got you hurt one time. Don't you remember that time you got hurt? The ego many times would like us to just be pulled into like a turtle pulling into its shell and just stay in the shell. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or a ship staying in the harbor, which it wasn't meant to. Right, right, because you're staying in the comfort zone area, right? That's right. right. Or the seed to not break open and create a a vine, a a tree. Right. And you, uh, you obviously have a gift for helping people do this because a lot of people are coming out of your classes just with a lot of glorious experiences. And uh, yes. yeah, in fact, let me read from uh, Rachel. Is it Rachel mm-hmm. Ross? Rochelle. Oh, thanks, Rochelle. I had an insightful uh, session with Beth. Originally, it was supposed to be a theta healing, but when 
when we talked for a bit, uh, she, Beth realized Theta Healing wasn't what I needed. The reason for the switch is due to me informing her of dreams that I had had been having, where I know where I want to be in my stage of life. Beth connected to my my Akashic Records and connected to a guide from my dreams, uh, who I might add was a baby boy in my dreams. Wow, so that's mm-hmm. intense. So basically, and she, so she's a spiritual person to begin with, and could yes. was already at a certain level of that. Um, but it's nice that you determined that one of the main things you do wasn't right for that person at that time. Right. So that's good because they say a hammer only pounds nails and you obviously come with other modalities and gifts and you treat the person. Right. And that is the expansiveness of my soul. It knows there's more tools than just one set of tools. Right. And that's why I, take all these classes. And I always say I'm a student of the universe Mm -hmm. because just because yes, I'm an instructor, I'm a teacher, I'm a healer. That does not mean that I can't learn from someone else's uh, knowledge and wisdom that can be applied to my practice. Well, I think a good teacher learns from their students as well. Oh, absolutely. That's true. I was just speaking to one of my clients the other day Mm -hmm. that as a healer, we're only there to guide you. And as you guide us, we're able to take you to that place. So it's a collaboration. Yes. Hmm. yes. It's not just someone putting their hand on your forehead and saying, healed. <laughs> no, no, I wish it was that easy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure it would. they would wish the same, but sure. it's not. Yes. Right. So it is a, co- a collaboration because as they heal, I heal certain aspects about myself. Sure. And that's the growth that I've had. Right. It hasn't just been all me doing, you know, healing sessions. It's been a collaboration and that's how it should be because right. you're coming from a place of putting your ego aside and allowing uh, that release to happen. So it's not you doing it. No. Who's mm-hmm. doing it? I work with the heart. So whatever energy comes in. From spirit. From Jesus or or who. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm just open to, you know, I always state um, I only work with the highest and purest energies anytime I start a session. Okay. And I always allow uh, and ask for my ego to be put aside so I can be a clear conduit. Okay. So whatever is coming through for the client, I don't want to, um, you know, box in whatever. Sure. Would you don't come in. Limit I don't want to limit anything. So right. whatever is ready for her, um, let's do it. Nice. Mm-hmm. You have uh, a retreat coming up, don't you? Yes, I do. When I have it? one October 9th up to October 16th. So that's going to be in Spokane, Washington. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, and we're not ending just quite yet, but I just wanted to say uh, people can go to your website also. Which yes, is universalsoulcoach.com. Universalsoulcoach.com to look for, at whatever point they're listening to this, they can look at the uh, calendar of events and see yes, where they can Yes, I will add for. that in there. <laughs> and people can call you and have sessions remotely, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have clients, uh, local clients, and I have uh, international clients. What phone number can they reach you at? Uh, they can call me at area code 818 six five three eight two six two uh text me first <laughs> yeah. that'll be easier sure yes sure. so um 
as far as do you call, do you bring in anyone else? Do you have Jesus and Mary, Mary, and that's that's amazing. Yes, uh, the other um, it's amazing. Uh, so I work with archangels. Mm. Um, probably the one that appeared to me in 2015 was Archangel Michael. And this was interesting. Okay. Uh, do I can share the story? Of course. Okay. So um, I didn't know anything about archangels at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up with that. Mm-hmm. And um, as, a Mormon, right? as a Mormon. But um, at that time, I was. Well, we have a temple. And the temple is very sacred. Um, we're all dressed in white. Mm-hmm. Uh, they show like a movie. And there was this man who is Adam. And um, I, I've been to the temple a couple times, yeah. and um, the last time he appeared to me, um, because I connected with that movie with his energy. Okay. So he let me know that uh, he was Adam when he was here, incarnation. Michael. Michael. The Archangel Michael was Adam. Yeah. That. Um, Mark, yeah, that's what he was telling. Me. So Archangel Michael was telling me that he was Adam. Okay. When he was here. Okay. In embodiment. Hmm. So I didn't know that. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you can look it up. Google okay. it. Okay. So um, <laughs> yeah. So so after he came through, um, I work with Archangel Raphael. Mm-hmm. Archangel Raphael actually worked with Mother Mary when she was here in embodiment. Okay. That that was her angel. Okay. So they have a connection mm. together. Uh, and I work with other archangels. Now, so, do you have conversations? I don't have conversations. Well, actually, with Archangel Michael, I do. Uh, the other ones, I just see, feel, and know their energy. What kind of conversations do you have with good old Michael? Oh, Michael, he is so he is so amazing. Um, he, what conversations do I have with yeah. him? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the weather. You know, you know, he's so interesting because he has allowed me to open. Um, he nudges me mm-hmm. to do uh, charity work. Okay. He nudges me to like he'll tell me like if someone needs um, for me to buy them food. Okay. Um, he'll tell me like if someone needs extra money. Oh. Okay. So he will tell me like who's in need, mm. and I just go and I and I do it. Okay. So I feel like he's a big brother mm. to everybody. Right. Right. And um, he also, um, I've seen him in appearance. Yeah. What do you look like? Uh, okay. So this one, uh, he's, he's, he's so cute. Okay. Uh, I saw him dressed in, uh, he was dressed very in a blue jersey. Okay. Uh, blue jersey shorts. And he was, I was driving and I saw something and when I saw him, I knew it was him. And I asked my son, did you see that? And I knew he didn't see it. Right. And my so son dressed, said, no. He was no. dressed like a jogger? He was dressed like a basketball player. Okay. Yeah. And I had just come from Maui. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was in 2015. And I knew I was scared to come back because I felt a shift. Mm. So I was afraid to be back in my reality okay. versus being in Maui, which right. I felt comfortable. Uh, but he was there just to support me to know that. I'm not alone. So he appeared to you mm-hmm. looking like that. Mm-hmm. Do you have something to say? Uh, at that time? No. Uh, the other times um, I channel him through Archangel Michael readings. I have Oracle cards okay. that I do channel him through that. So he so gives use the cards as prompts as prompts. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do allow him to come in through with that. 
but yeah. So and what is he? And he, he shared things with you, like uh, to buy food for this person. Yes. Yeah, so he, so he the things that I've heard from him is uh, for me to help somebody. Okay. So he'll I'll hear him in my inner ear, and I'll hear him say, "Sure." You know, well, sounds serve, like serve that person because he's not saying that you should change anything about yourself. Sounds like he's he loves what you're doing on, on the track that you're on. You know, as far as healing and teaching, yes, and all that. So this is just extra extra credit stuff in the way. Yes, it is. Uh huh. It is. That's it's. And I can, and I was telling my husband the other day, I can't deny any of this. Well, you you can't turn it away. You I can't. can't you can't. Yeah. yeah. Say no. I ain't gonna do it, Michael. Yeah, and, and I Michael's can't. Asking you. Yeah, yeah, I I can't turn away my experiences. I can't sure. turn my back on that. Right. 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 How can I turn my back on the experiences that I've had? It's real, but some people need to see in order to believe, and that's okay. Well, that's the harder way. That is the harder believe, way. Believe, and then you shall see. Yes. Is the real? Is, it's, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, that's a challenge. Yes. But it's, uh, it's the practice. That's part of the work. And Right. Right. So this work, the Theta healing work actually opened doors for me that I didn't know this other world was possible. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, you know, about Mary Magdalene. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about Mother Mary or the Archangels. Are you saying Mary Magdalene came to you before you ever knew about her or you had heard of her? I had heard of her because of the Bible. Yeah. But other than that, I don't, I didn't know anything of her until I was having marital problems. So how did her presence feel differently than mother? How how did you, I imagine there was a different kind of uh, aspect of divine feminine that came through. So she's very um, strong, but soft. Mother Mary's very motherly. Mm. Yeah, two total different energies. Um, But Mary Magdalene is just very strong. Mm. She's like a supporter of um, balancing your feminine energy and your masculine energy. Okay. Yes. Because she was kind of a badass, right? (laughs) Yes. And um, so what she explained to me was, because I asked about that, was that um, she had so much love that it was misconstrued. Sure. I get it. Yeah. Right? Well, in, in that kind of culture and society where women weren't given an equal shot. Right. To say the least. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. But, but she operated from uh, Christ energy, which was mm. unconditional love. See, a lot of people don't separate Christ energy from Jesus, Right. The whole Christ aspect. They don't. Right. Mm -hmm. What would you say about that? What is the Christ to you? To me, the Christ energy is, is what I say, you know, different from the man It's yeah. It's living the message, living the message. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's living. And what was his message? Love, love. Yeah. Right. Did I get it right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's Christ energy. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's key and interesting, fascinating that the first person that Jesus saw when he came out of the tomb was Mary Magdalene. Yes. Yes. A lot of people skip over that, but that was no accident. And as a matter of fact, I was sharing with one of my clients that 
um, the disciples would get very jealous because he would in secret go speak with Mary Magdalene. Now, is that in the Bible or is that That's channeled? in the Bible. Okay. That's in the Bible. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. That, um, I forget what specific disciple was. Wait a minute, which Bible? Well, it's the supposedly it's the the King James, the King James Bible. Okay. Yeah, okay. the King James. So if you read that, you'll you'll read in the New Testament how um, the disciples would get upset because he would take Mary Magdalene aside and tell her, I guess, more information than he would share with the disciples. Mm. Jealous. Yes, Jelly. I know, right? <laughs> Yes. Uh-huh. Awesome. So, um, what uh, in closing? What would you like to? What message would you like to share with people about what's possible for them? What you can help with, but also what's possible just on their own in their own bodies and minds and hearts. What would you like to say to people? Uh, I would like everyone to know to allow yourself just to be open and see what happens. Allow yourself to give yourself permission to, if you're not happy with how your life is going and you're not happy with the result and you are doing the same thing over and over again and you're not getting any other result, try something different. Search and seek and connect with your heart and allow your heart to tell you the truth because your heart will never lie to you, Mm. right? It beats for you every day. It gives you life every day. So I would suggest for people just to don't, you don't even have to meditate. Just close your eyes and Mm. take a deep breath and connect with your heart and just ask. Mm. We have uh, problems asking. We do. We have problems asking, but ask and it shall be answered. Seek and you shall find it's there it is. We just got to do it. Yes. And it's very simple. We but don't have it's, to suffer. We don't have to suffer. We weren't brought here to suffer. Yes, learn from the experiences, mm-hmm. but we don't have to keep suffering. We can release that. So if you are willing and open to experiencing this universal energy, this Christ energy, and if you feel called to work with me or to experience it or just to give yourself a try, um, give you a call. Give me a call. What is your phone number again? It's 818-653-8262. And your website? It's universalsoulcoach.com. Universalsoulcoach.com. Thank you for being with here with me, Beth. Oh, such a pleasure. And thank you for being open and speaking about Jesus. <laughs> oh, I'm absolutely. very grateful for that. You're welcome. It was. It's been a joy. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening.